Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports with Coleman presents the business of sports. Cash rules, everything around. Show me the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. The X's and O's of professional front offices. 105.7 The Fan. Hour number three, Sports with Coleman on The Fan. We, of course, talk the business of sports every week, usually on our show when he's not being hijacked by inside access. We bring in the Georgetown sports business and management professor. His name is Marty Conway. He's on Twitter, at Marty Conway. Marty, appreciate the time this evening. Let's begin with football, of course. Great to have you back. It is Super Bowl week and the very expensive commercial, some which will not just run on Super Bowl Sunday, but... We talked about it last week. There's been previews, and I presume we'll be seeing a lot of these ads after the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, Jerry, this is the biz, uh, the biggest business weekend in sports, at least in the U.S. by far. Um, you know, you've already seen reports. The Super Bowl is back. Uh, you know, there's very little bit of mandate that's going to impact it. And uh, after last year with everything being virtual and, all of that and no spending, some reduction in spending. The Super Bowl's back. So, um, yeah, and the commercials, we've started to see some teasers because it has changed. People, uh, brands can no longer rely just on people waiting to see the ad at the um, halftime. You know, with the advent of social media, Twitter sharing the ability to get things out, they've either already shared their commercials um, because people are willing to preview them for free, and so it's free advertising. Um, or in some cases, they've done little teasers as a part of it in order to encourage it. So it has evolved over time because the cost, we talked about it in the past, you know, approximately $7 million for a 30-second commercial. That's if you buy one. If you buy more mm. than one, um, you know, it's considerably more total. Uh, and so you've got to figure out a way to get some value out of that. So anything that you can get for free by people distributing your commercials for free and talking about them, you're going to do that. And and so, like I said, I think the Super Bowl is is back as the business bi- biggest business weekend of the uh, sports year. And certainly the NFL has made a huge bet on the return to Los Angeles. And this is not... Uh, the first big step, the game is at SoFi Stadium. We know they're going to attract the one percenters inside from the Hollywood types to the tech giants. And altogether, really, a much younger audience in terms of viewership, Marty. Yeah, so in May of 2016, the NFL 
converted on this big bet by awarding the Super Bowl to Los Angeles, where a stadium had yet to be completed, and we really didn't know what it was going to be like. So, And this was big for the NFL, because if you recall, the last time the Super Bowl was in Los Angeles was in 1993, and it was actually in the Rose Bowl, which, uh, in fact, is the last time the Super Bowl has been played in a non-NFL stadium. But those teams left um, uh, left Los Angeles in 1994. So in the case of the NFL, no team, no game. That's the way it works for, for a city. So, in fact, that 93 Super Bowl, you might remember, wasn't even supposed to be in L.A. That was the game that had been originally awarded to Phoenix. And then when the uh, Arizona voters failed to approve a Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, the National right. Football League was forced to move. So, yeah, this is more than a Super Bowl. Uh, the SoFi facility is much more than a stadium. You know, it hosts two teams, the Rams and the Chargers. Um, and so when the NFL allowed Stan Kroenke to move his team from St. Louis to L.A., it was approved with this in mind, and that was that he would spend somewhere in the range of 5 to $6 billion to build this stadium. It has uh, broadcast facilities in it, has lots of other things. But what they didn't know was that later on, in fact, it finally settled in December of last year, Stan Kroenke settled with the city of St. Louis on moving, and that cost him, and probably the league as well, another $800 million. So this has been a costly move, but the NFL needs to cash in on this because moving the game back to the West Coast, as you mentioned, for a lot of reasons, Hollywood, close to Silicon Valley, all those things as they look for a younger audience, and as we'll talk in a minute, halftime is a part of that definitely and next year the super bowl staying out in the west in glendale arizona now you mentioned the nfl is back and that was a theme during the awards show opening last night there are high expectations for this game marty there are so uh what we saw over the last couple of years 2020 2021 uh 2018 we saw you know a collapse a little bit of the normally getting over 100 million viewers it slipped down as far as 90 million viewers last year in 2021. And so I think a lot of people thought, okay, well, this is, this is it. The Super Bowl has peaked, and it was a little bit of a siren to the NFL. So you've seen what NBC has been doing, been doing everything they can in their Olympics coverage and NFL coverage to hype the Super Bowl. The predictions are already that regardless of streaming and probably including streaming, that this audience will be over 100 million and it's quite possible that the halftime will even exceed that because often the halftime show does rate higher as people tune in just for that and then leave in the third and fourth quarter. That's right. And then there is the wagering, and it's legal in about half the U.S., if not more. But the betting is expected to surpass $7 billion in legalized wagering for this. And I don't know if that includes the illegal number or not, considering as I said, legalized wagering is not completely covering the U.S., but most of it. Yeah, so what's happened, Jerry, in the, in the sports betting landscape is just in one year, we've seen a 50% jump. So last year at this time for the Super Bowl, there were 20 states that were legal, and now we've got 30 states that are legal plus the District of Columbia. And so, you know, we're looking at probably more than 100 million Americans that would have the ability either physically or through mobile, to place a legal bet at a sports book. And so while most of the dollars bet are still sort of below the radar in the dark market, um, it's changing. And so I think the expectations are 
pretty far above $7 billion to be the total is what people are talking about. I know you've been talking about it on your show and others, all the various types. Now, now it's just much easier to make a bet if you choose to. And so this will be one of those crypto sports betting Super Bowls. That will be the theme, I think, after we reflect on this in the next couple of weeks. All right, let's talk about halftime. It has huge expectations. You got five plus hip hop stars book. Could this outshine the game? And do they have to be bleep more than once uh, or than any other Super Bowl halftime show? I'm betting on Eminem and Snoop Dogg. They're my long shots to drop some sort of censored word that we won't hear. Well, the five are at least that they've talked about, and perhaps there'll be more. Is Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige are the five headliners. And at the press conference, three of them were there to uh, talk about this. But look, this is a distinct difference. This will be the first time that hip-hop takes center stage during halftime. You know, in the past, we've had hip-hop acts, but they've performed paired with other artists of different genres. And so this is something that the NFL, I'm sure, had to wrestle with because, you know, there are lyrics, there are other things here that you know, would not necessarily be suitable for in terms of this type of halftime show. But I think it's also an indication that the NFL wants to move this forward because the halftime shows, you know, Bruno Mars was spectacular, but some of the others were not. And so they were actually finding it harder. And so, yeah, I, I think, look, whoever has their finger on that seven-second button, button or whatever it is might have to hit that maybe a dozen or more times. And we might, depending on the outcome of the game, Monday we might be talking more about the halftime show and the hip-hop stars than actually the game. That's always the risk. All right, we've got more with Georgetown Sports Business and Management Professor Marty Conway. We'll talk about the talent involved with this broadcast. Will it be the last time we see Al Michaels on NBC? And what's happened to Mike Tirico in the Olympics? We'll get into Beijing as well just ahead. Sports, sports, sports. with Coleman. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 1057 The Fan brings you sports with Coleman. What's up, everybody? This is Carmelo. You are listening to my man and B-more, Jerry Coleman. 1057 The Fan. We continue to talk the business of sports with Marty Conway, Georgetown sports business and management professor. And Marty, we were talking about NBC. They have the rights to the game and the Olympics. And let's stay with the game right now. And Mike Tirico will be the host for Super Bowl 56. I don't know what happened to him in China, but the rumor is he's not going back to Beijing as originally planned. Yeah, he was pretty forthcoming uh, on their opening show uh, Thursday and then on the opening ceremonies on Friday in terms of some language that he used that I think identified China as the source of COVID, number one. And then he referenced, you know, the United States diplomatic boycott and referenced the Uyghurs and all that. And it's quite possible that the IOC uh, heard some blowback from the Chinese officials. I think that's and likely expected. Yes. And then the question was, did they then make that decision to bring him back to the U.S. a day or two early? Because he was coming back to do the Super Bowl weekend anyhow. And the question is, does he go back? Or does um, um, uh, uh, who's Craig, Melvin. Craig Melvin filling in for him stay and do the rest? So I think let's, let's see what happens there. Um, but if he doesn't go back, um, then I think it's possible that he was uh, – sort of in, uh, indicated there and, and maybe looked upon not favorably. So uh, I'm sure that's not something everybody wants to talk about publicly because that's just not the IOC and NBC's way of doing business. Now, we'll pay attention to that for sure. Now, when NBC does sign off on Sunday night, what happens to Al Michaels? His contract is up. I guess the same with sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya. Yeah, so Al Michaels is 77, and this will be his 11th Super Bowl. And uh, – quite likely probably his last one and maybe even his last football game on network television. Look, Michaels, as you know, Jerry, is a, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's called games for ABC, uh, CBS, and NBC. He's called eight World Series. He's hosted everything from the Triple Crown to the Indianapolis 500, and he's called four Olympics. But um, Mike Tirico signed a deal in 2016, and it's been reported that there was a clause in his contract that he would take over the play-by-play for the, for the Sunday package by this coming fall, 2022, along Chris Collinsworth. So I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Al Michaels gave an interview to Bob Costas uh, the other month, and he pretty much said, I, I still want to work. Uh, I don't know where I'll be, but Amazon has been talked about, and perhaps even the occasional fill-in when NBC has two games or something like that. So, But I think we 
maybe seen the last of Al Michaels calling network TV football, but I think he'd be a big get for Amazon, especially if they could put maybe him and Troy Aikman together. I agree. I think that's going to happen. Now, NBC's made enormous bets, not only on the Super Bowl, but the combo with the Olympic Games, hoping to bring viewers to their streaming service, Peacock. Uh, How's that doing? How has the impact been? Yeah, well, as we talked about before, NBC Universal Comcast is committed to several hundred billion dollars to build out um, Peacock over the next two, three, four years to compete for content, and they're trying to bring everything back as much as they can. But right now they're making a huge bet on sports, trying to put as much Olympic as they can. I mean, you can virtually see anything you want on the on Peacock, but you've got to sign up for the four ninety five a month plan. And so this is going to be a test of how much sports fans are willing to you know sign up for streaming and how many streaming services is the average person going to hold beyond, say, Netflix and Amazon Prime and now Peacock and, and uh, Discovery's coming up later this year, and, and HBO Max. So at some point it's going to come together, but clearly NBC has made a huge bet, and this weekend is probably the biggest weekend for NBC Sports and Peacock in their history to this point. All right, uh, let's stay with football before we go to the Olympics. And it looks like the Manning cast is coming back times three or four with different properties uh, via ESPN. Omaha Productions is going to produce similar type telecast to the football version. Please explain. Yeah. Jerry, who has it better, I challenge you, than Eli and Peyton Manning? Like, who has it better? Nobody. I mean, they have landed this Manning cast thing, uh, their Caesars sports book. I mean, you're going to see Peyton and probably Eli. I know Peyton for sure on commercials this weekend at the Super Bowl. But, yeah, this, you know, this new Omaha Productions unit has now extended a deal with ESPN for another year, so they're signed through 2024. But they're also going to take on the responsibility to produce other sort of quote-unquote Manningcast-esque properties. I think ESPN is one that's been talked about. But they're also talking about UFC. And so what you're seeing now is that notion of a single telecast with two or three people in the booth I think is going to quickly become you know, not the norm, and you're going to see more of these casters from different locations, you know, giving you a different description because that's the way it works on Twitch and some of the other platforms where people are watching gamers play and commenting about it. So more of this for sure in the future, but at this point, this has been a goldmine for Peyton and Eli. What hasn't been a gold mine is Washington football, Commanders football. They really have had a terrible week from the owner under scrutiny once again. Defensive back gets charged with involuntary manslaughter. And their idiot defensive tackle wanted to have dinner with Adolf Hitler. What a trio. So, as you remember, it's just a little over a week ago, actually, if you remember. There was a lot of buildup talking about the new commander's name and all that. And they literally, Jerry, did not even get 24 hours of a news cycle about it because within the next day there were seven former employees testifying essentially on Capitol Hill talking about what they said in the report. And there were some new revelations. A woman named Tiffany Johnston uh, implicated Daniel Snyder in a sort of what is considered like a fourth-degree sexual assault offense from several years ago, and that was new. And so as a result of that, the, uh, initially, Washington, Daniel Snyder denied it, of course, and the Redskins, I mean the commanders now, said they were going to investigate, but the NFL said, no, 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 wait a minute, and within two or three or four hours, 
they announced and said, no, no, we will investigate that. And so it's just gone from bad to worse. And as you mentioned, you know, one of their starting tackles, Jonathan Ayler, uh, Jonathan Allen tweeted about, you know, if you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, and he indicated, I think, Michael Jackson, his grandfather, and Adolf Hitler, and he made some ridiculous comment about Hitler being a military genius and all that. So he quickly deleted the tweet, but as you know, once it's out there, it's there. And so it's just it's gone from bad to worse for the team and the owner, and it's just becoming a daily, weekly drumbeat of bad news for the NFL. Really is, and I guess you could say the same for the Olympics in Beijing. The ratings have been dismal. America really isn't watching. Uh, the numbers bear that out. NBC can't be pleased, Marty. And it looks like they're going to be owing some of these advertisers make goods. Yeah, so the numbers have fallen precipitously. I think uh, the last uh, Olympic Winter Olympics were around 15 million we talked about. Now, now they're not even getting two-thirds of that. It looks like the TV numbers are about 8 million. And if you include all the streaming, it maybe runs up to about 11. But that's going to come nowhere close to what they promised advertisers. And so whether it's in football telecasts or other things they'll be doing in the future, they'll be doing a number of make goods because the audience just isn't there. The United States hasn't performed that well in the first week. And now that Nathan Chen and some others, Chloe Kim, have won golds, I just don't know what's left other than USA women's hockey. And so I don't know that the numbers will get any better after the Super Bowl. They might get a bump the day after, right after the game Sunday night, people will stick around. But after that, I could see this, the second week being even worse than the first. No doubt. Now, NBC got some Twitter pushback for this extended coverage of skier Michaela Schifrin's being DQ'd and her 25-minute shot of her head in her hands as a follow-up. Oh, my gosh, Marty. I mean, they showed a disappointed skier in the Olympics, and they're getting criticized for that. How soft of a sports society are we becoming? Well, how, Jerry, you remember, you know, a wide world of sports always showed that skier and the thrill yes. of victory and the agony of defeat. And that's really what NBC has done. And Molly Solomon, who's the new executive producer and head of their Olympic um, productions, pushed back and essentially said, yeah, I know there was some criticism on Twitter and other places, but look, this is what we do. This is journalism. And this was the story. And so even though we, you know, positioned our cameras on Michaela Schifrin for 20 minutes and then showed a 20-minute press conference after that, you know, we asked some tough questions, that's what we do. And so while they got some noise from the noisy minority on Twitter, I think their journalism bona fides were, were you know, brought up here because they did what they were supposed to do. It's about the human drama. That's what the Olympics are. Um, and again, this is what people tune in for. They tune in for the wins, and they tune in for the disappointment. They certainly do. What they don't tune in for is the cheating. And the Russians continue to excel at that, Marty. They're at it again. This time, it's figure skating. And a 15-year-old phenom who's under the microscope. Uh, does anyone think she's taking these illegal medications? I've, I heard it was a heart medication for a 15-year-old. On her own, there has to be others involved. Yeah, so if you recall, after in 2017, after determining that Russia had operated a really a sophisticated doping operation in 2014 at the Sochi Games, they suspended the country from participating in the 28 Winter Olympics and then extended that through 2022. It runs out in, De in December. But essentially created like a shadow so athletes could compete under the, under the Russian Olympic Committee name 
And so that's what they're doing. But yeah, Camilla Valieva, she's that 15-year-old figure skating sensation who hit, I think, two quads on the team competition. It now comes out that she tested positive for a substance which I can't pronounce, but yes, it's some sort of heart medication that increases blood flow. And yes, I don't know what a 15-year-old, unless she had a you know, a documented problem with her heart. Um, but the World Anti-Doping Agency prohibits that drug because it can increase blood flow and, and aid in endurance is what they say. So she's been, uh, apparently this test might have been negative back in December. And that while the competition concluded Monday for team skating, they still haven't awarded the, uh, the medals because um, I think this is being contested. So in the next few days, we'll find an outcome. But I think it's quite likely that the Russians are going to lose this medal and some of these athletes may be prohibited from competing in the rest of the uh, uh, figure skating competition. Just amazing. I mean, Russia doesn't even have an official team there, right? They do not. So there's no flag. There's no anthem. Uh, you'll see the athletes listed as ROC, which is the Russia Olympic Committee. And so the IOC tends not to want to penalize athletes, but they're willing to penalize countries. But it didn't stop Vladimir Putin from showing up to the uh, no. opening ceremonies. And so... Um, this is a lot of propaganda. There's a lot of that. That's a whole other show. But a lot of this plays into the West versus East propaganda as well. We'll have more to get into next week, including this MLB lockout. I don't think it'll be over by the time we speak next week. And it looks like spring training is very much in jeopardy, uh, if not going to be canceled right now as we stand. So look forward to catching up with you. Enjoy the Super Bowl and all the ads. And uh, look forward to reflecting on that with you next week. All right, Jerry, great to be with you, and we'll talk next week. All right, Marty Conway joining us here on Sports with Coleman. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.